ladies, and welcome back to another episode of Sh Podcast. Uh, this week is quite an interesting topic for us. I think both Daddy and I feel very passionate about it. It's also become a very popular social issue, I almost want to say. Um, it's like a debate. Yes, a, a debate. And people have very strong opinions about it. And there's so many misconceptions about it. So I feel like it's our turn to give our take on it and explain a bit more. So I've been giving this whole intro now and we still have no idea what we're talking about. Um, so this week we are talking about the difference between feminism and feminazis or as they're also known, social justice warriors. I feel like we, I don't want to say identify as feminists, but we are very strongly opinion, opinionated mm -hmm. about what it means to be a feminist. And um, very often when you tell someone you're a feminist, they get this whole idea about, you know, I get, but they get the feminazi idea. Yeah. And I think uh, we're excited about this episode because we... We just kind of want to explain, mm. not explain, how we feel about how we, yeah, how yeah. we feel about it, how uh, what the difference is between the two, and how I think the majority of the population are feminists without labeling themselves as feminists. Exactly. So I think to start, I like the definition of feminism is the advocacy of women's rights on the ground of equality of the sexes, which to me, makes perfect sense. And I feel like every feminist is going, yeah, that is that is it. But I feel like there's a, a subcategory of feminism. And that is the part that's almost negative, And that is what people think feminism is. And we like to refer to it as being a feminazi, where instead of saying men and women are equals and feminism you know, we're trying to fight for the for equal rights for men and women and trans people, like for humans in general, just equality. Um, feminists say, you know, basically fuck men. Like women are better or we are not their property. And I mean, it's true. Femin feminazis, <laughs> at the core of it, they have the same values as feminists, but they take it... A step further and I feel like all these YouTube videos you see about like these triggered women and stuff those are usually more what I think is a feminazi or a social justice warrior and I think women like that although they are not technically wrong although I do disagree on some points mm -hmm. but it's extra yeah I feel they are so extra and yes. they don't need to be yes um I feel it is those women, it's those types of women that give the word feminism a bad name. So if you, like, I know for me personally, when I go on dates, one of the most important questions for me to ask is my date's opinion on feminism. And usually the response I get is, oh, I'm not for it because, you know, you have all these angry, triggered, I hate men type of women. And I like to then explain to them that that is not it. That is a very small part of feminism. But because they advocate so loudly for feminism, you hear about them more. Or it, 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 they make it onto the news or onto YouTube. And that is why people think that is what feminism is. Mm -hmm. Angry women shouting about how sh shitty men are <laughs> and it's not that i and I, even when i when the topic comes up i don't even mention it i would never say you know i'm a feminist because of that connection mm, between that the two yeah you know, the stigma yeah. exactly so i would talk about what i believe in which is essentially feminism but because it's got such a bad rep mm -hmm. i don't i don't use it but i am 
And uh, but that's the thing for me. I like like I said with dates, I like bringing it up because mm. I feel like I then have an opportunity to hopefully change the person's mind about what feminism is. I'm not going to be like, yeah, but you have to now think differently about it. But I feel like with anything, with any issue, if you approach it with facts and in a calm manner, you're not attacking the person and you are a good example of feminism, then you should advocate for that or you should Mm. do that. So it's basically like, not persuading them, it's educating them. Like yeah. people can make better choices when they are more educated mm-hmm. on a certain topic. And I feel like you you lead by example. So if I act like a feminazi, you know, people will think that is what a feminist is. But if I firstly tell you what it's really about, how I feel about it, and I live that in my daily life, that is amazing. And that mm-hmm. is how you... I want to say re-educate people because people now already think they know what feminism Mm -hmm. is. And a lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in Hollywood, um, you (laughs) quite funny because I feel like Hollywood is the most extra thing out there. (laughs) But I feel like you have so many, I don't want to say good feminists, but like you have so many women and even men who are really good representations of what a feminist Mm -hmm. should be. Um, I think if you really think about it, Emma Watson comes to mind instantly. Love Emma Watson. Yes. So I think people automatically think about her because she's Mm. always been an advocate for feminism. And she's not she's not attacking men. She's not making men look like shits. Like And and the thing is she still plays roles. Like she did um Beauty and the Beast, Mm. which is you know, it's a normal role. She did it's not like, oh, I can't be this Women who gets abducted and, you know, whatever. Yeah. So she she's so calm and she's a good uh, example mm. of what it should be. And then also on Emma Watson, she also leads, obviously she, she leads this uh, feminist group, but a big part of her awareness campaign, if that's what you can call it, is focused on men. Um, so it does have a hashtag. We'll put it in the description if I find it. I kind of forgot it now. Um, so she works a lot with men who are also feminist, mm. but not in the extra way, just in like educating men mm. on what it is. And, um, also now that you mentioned Hollywood, that can be so extra mm. with the whole feminist thing. So I get what you're saying. Like there are really good examples, but then we had this <laughs> discussion before where people just went crazy, like. They petitioned for the next James Bond movie to be a woman. Mm. And then um, the woman, I don't know if it's a woman or a studio, who's, you know, who created James Bond, she just said no. Mm. Like, there's no point in replacing what a man's role is supposed mm. to be just to satisfy the, let's say, feminazis. Because mm. that is what it's about. They want to replace all the main roles, mm. put a strong woman. But you could just put a really strong female lead or co-character or whatever mm. in there and that would be standing up for feminists mm. um in but like the same that happened with that ghostbuster movie mm. so we had our ghostbusters we grew up with someone thought it was a good idea to remake the movie and replace all the men with women like why i agree i i feel that's so unnecessary the same happened with the marvel universe the movie yeah um you know, they, I, I know Brie Larson is, I think she is a very good example of a feminazi to me personally. Um, so she is like on the bandwagon completely to make a superhero movie, a Marvel movie just about the women. And even in Endgame, I feel like we're far enough after Endgame for spoilers, but even in Endgame, in the final battle, they have like this whole feminist section and where they only showed like all the women from Marvel like coming together to save the Infinity Gauntlet or whatever from Thanos. So that happened and I watched it with a friend and after the movie I told him, you know, it's all great and wow, it was such a powerful moment for women but it felt like I rolled my eyes at it. I Mm. felt like that was so extra. Like the whole Marvel universe, it's Thor and it it is 
uh, what is her, call, her name called? Black Widow. And it is Doctor Strange. So it's all of the those characters. I felt like it would have been so much more powerful if all of them came together for the, like this moment. But then they they had to put in that... They had to force that bit of feminism into the movie. And it, I didn't like it. I, mm. I, I literally rolled my eyes and I was thinking, you know, I, people are going to have a field day mm. with this. Because it felt unnecessary. Yeah. So I, we did talk about this. Mm. I feel like instead of forcing feminism into something that we already love, like remaking the Ghostbuster movies with an old woman, female cast, um, they even did that with oceans 11 or mm. whatever mm. so it was the oceans movie with the thieves and art thieves and stuff and then they remade one with only women why you don't have to like like come up with new ideas make new movies with strong female lead exactly don't remake something to make it more feminist mm. i hate that I feel like I know I know a lot of women won't agree with us because yeah. obviously some of our listeners might also be very opinionated but don't do it don't mm. take something that's good and then force feminism onto it and then make it less good because that's mm. what happens you mm. and it also gives feminine a bad name it does so that the total fans like the DC fans or Marvel mm. fans we're kind of sending the wrong message mm. now they're like oh but this is feminism and it's not. Yeah. So so th- we're we're creating a bigger gap. Mm. You know, in because it already exists. There's already a fan base. Yeah. So you're creating a gap somewhere in the world. Yeah. Instead, if if we just created new stuff, new media, new movies, whatever, with a really strong female lead, that is more appropriate mm. to what a feminist or the feminist movement yeah. is. And that's true, because like you said now, I know with I don't know how big of a Star Wars fan you are. Oh. Massive. Okay. So I know I know there's been a big issue with the latest movies where they bring in Ray mm. because people feel like that is like their feminist thing. And it doesn't fit. So what happened is instead of doing this big feminist movement and empowering women, what it did was it pissed off like die hard Star Wars fans. Because mm. it made no sense. So instead of making a movie and building or getting an audience and a fan base that really loves that movie for what it is, now you're essentially taking a franchise that already has a certain type of viewer and mm. fan base, and now you're kind of like, oh, no, but this isn't for you. Yeah. You know, exactly. we, we, it's for feminists. Yeah. You know what your fan base was. Mm. Star Wars is a bunch of nerdy guys, mm. some nerdy girls, <laughs> you know, that is what their fan base mm. is. And now they're like, oh, no, no. But we want the feminists mm. as well. It's and like then you like lose it's, it's your like core exactly. fan base. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're taking that away from them. Exactly. And saying, well, this used to be yours, but now it goes to them. Yeah. And I mean, that pisses people off. That's yeah. not sending a really good message. Mm. That's true. And that's why I say, instead of remaking like classic movies or forcing like these little feminist bits into it, just... Make new movies. Mm. Start a new franchise with a really powerful woman and do exactly what you're trying to do with a franchise. Just start it new. Like, start something new. I've always felt that way about uh, Zoe Deschanel. Mm. Um, I mean, I obviously don't know if she's into the feminist thing. But just from her movie, she's always been one of my favorite actresses because she normally chooses to be the friend. Mm. You know, she takes she, she doesn't normally take lead roles. Yeah. But she's so good as the second, mm. you know, as the friend. Like, that is her thing. And I've always kind of, I don't know, it, it doesn't make sense when I say it out loud, but I kind of look up to her because she stood for something, she did something really well, and she was okay with that. Mm. But she could have, because, I mean, she's a really great actress, she could have forced her way mm. somewhere in there, which would have been okay. I would have still loved it. But... She made a name for herself in that thing. Mm. And I feel feminism should kind of be the same thing. We, we shouldn't be second best. But you should always kind of stay in your lane. Mm. Don't force it onto that way or onto this way or whatever. Just keep doing what you're doing. People notice it. Yeah. And people will support it no matter, you know, no matter what lane mm. you're in. Does that make sense? That does make sense. I feel like 
I do agree to an extent, although I do feel sometimes it is necessary to get out of your lane and mm. to be a bit of a social justice warrior. Mm. I know for me personally, I, I don't like it. And I also don't like confrontation. Confrontation. Um, but like my stepfather, our stepfather, he is very old-fashioned. And my mom as well. And they are very tied to gender roles mm. and very anti-feminism because you know there's certain things women can do and can't do and shouldn't do mm. i just want to say even if you can do it you shouldn't do it yeah so <laughs> i feel like then i have to be like okay but no you know mm. as a feminist i say no mm. so i do sometimes feel like maybe i get out of my lane <laughs> to have a bit of a, yeah, a rant I, I agree with you but i feel kind of that's different like as a person, you have a responsibility to educate or talk about, you know, share your opinion. It's your right to share your opinion. I'm just talking about when it comes to, like, mass media. Mm. Like, you could just, you know, calm down. Yeah. Because people notice. People already... The feminists who are involved in the movement, they probably don't... I don't want to say they don't care about, you know, that. But like mm. you said, you watched the movie and you rolled your eyes at yeah. how in your face it was. Mm. So I just feel like in mass media, it's yeah. okay to be separate. It's okay to not force it onto people because there are still going to be people who won't learn about the movement or join the movement. Mm. But I think that comes from individual mm. um, interaction. Yeah, or from individual interactions between feminists or you know educating, re-educating people mm. out there. So yeah. I agree with you. There are a lot of stuff <clears throat> that our parents very strongly about mm. <laughs> gender role wise yeah that we don't agree with that's true and i i think like i said earlier i i feel like it's like you said you don't have to go overboard with it you don't have to be triggered by every mm. little every little thing that might maybe be sexist mm. or you don't have to because at the end of the day and as bad as it sounds you're the one that looks like an idiot. Mm. If you're going to go off about every little issue and have an opinion about every little thing, I mean, I have an opinion about everything, but I don't run around and yell it at people. Mm. I don't tell people, oh, you're wrong. You can't do that. Mm. But I feel like I live, and I, you do as well, mm. I feel. We live our lives in such a way that I don't feel I have to question whether I'm a good feminist or not. Mm. I don't tear men down. I mm. do feel that we are equal. Mm. We are not biologically equal. We are not... I hate when people say, oh, yeah, but we can't be equal because men and women biologically can't do the same. That's not what we're talking about. Mm. That's not feminism. We... It, it, it basically means to be treated the same. Yeah. I don't want to be looked down upon by someone because I am a woman. And that is exactly what feminism is. Because we, unfortunately, did grow up in a very sexist world. Like, forever. Like, all across the world, it has always been very sexist. Mm. And the feminist movement is basically just to reverse that, I want to say, almost. Mm. We are equal. Mm. We can do the same jobs. We mm. can also thrive in politics. We can also be really innovative scientists we can mm. also go to the moon like mm. we are just as smart we are just as capable we are equal yeah we are equal mm. not biologically because most men can't have babies mm. most women can't produce sperm mm. that is a fact mm. So I feel like, yes, obviously, men and women, we are not the same, but we can be equal. Mm. That is why equal pay is a big thing. Because if you know the same as a man in the same position, why do you get paid less? And that's a big issue. And I feel I feel passionate about that. Mm. And especially um, on that note, Especially when you consider, if it's like something that um, required a degree or something, you paid the exact same tuition. Mm. So, you know, in a student loan point of view, you paid the same to get that education. You have the same knowledge. You have the same skill set. 
but they get more money so they get to pay off the loan quicker or you know whatever we female we went through exactly the same thing but we have to struggle financially mm. not struggle financially but it's more of a burden mm. paying back your debt or you know running a household mm. buying a house so if you if you get your degree at exactly the same price why can't you get a job yeah at exactly the same price range yeah. brackets yeah mm. i absolutely agree and i think that that is why um it has been such a big thing in the last past like the past two or three years where it's like equal pay for equal work mm. because why is that still mm. a thing i can't uh, i can't wrap my head around <laughs> why that why this even an issue like it doesn't it, it makes no sense we also had the um Ilona means Ilona mentioned it just now, um, but you know having the same capabilities, you know we we can do stuff that men can do, and we actually had a conversation about this, where um, like with our parents they have like these gender roles, like you know uh, he needs to take out the trash, my mom needs to make a sandwich when he's hungry, kind of things. So obviously stuff we don't really agree with. <laughs> um, so, you know, Ilona mentioned that, yeah, you know, she doesn't need a man to change her oil or put in a light bulb. And I agree with that. I don't need a man to do that because I can do it myself. But in my relationship, I'm just at a point where, you know, I have a man, so he might as well do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I think that's where it's more about equality. Like, you mm. can do it. Yeah, exactly. You can do it. You both can. So... Why shouldn't you, you know? Yeah. So I, I feel it's more that than... That and we already have kind of, you know, we have roles. So I do cook the dinner. I do do the washing um, because I prefer to do it. Mm. <laughs> and then, you know, he could do the dishes or he could fill the car up with petrol or um, change the oil, change the tire. But I am never in a position where I actually have to depend Mm. on him to do something for me and I think for for me that is the biggest part in my life of being a feminist I don't need a man to take care of me mm. I can take care of myself it's happened twice that I had to change my own car tire like completely take it off get it fixed put it back on I am capable mm. I don't need to phone him and to come and help me because I'm helpless mm. that part I think that part is the part that annoys me the most mm. about I don't know, the, 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 the old way or the traditional yeah. r- gender role. Yeah. I like that you bring it up now. I feel a lot a lot of the times that I've encountered it, um, when people have the debate about feminism, like you just said, you know, you do the cooking and you do the washing and he does change the tire and oil when it's needed. So people will go, oh, but then you're not a feminist. Mm. You know, you're you're not a feminist. That makes you not a feminist mm. because, but that's not it. Like that is not feminism. Feminism is you have the choice. So mm. you you can tell him, you know, this is how it is, mm. or he can tell you work together mm. as equals it's, to make it work. It's so like, it's 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 running a household. Yeah, I, I feel it's got nothing to do with gender. So if there's a if I'm having a bad day, I don't want to cook. He cooks. Mm. So I'm not saying I do the cooking mm. and I. So if he wants a sandwich for lunch, he could make his own flipping sandwich. Mm. Um, but I like to cook. Mm. I would cook. But if I don't want to cook, he cooks. Mm. So it's it's not about the roles. It's about the choice. The choice. That is the thing for me. Yeah. That is feminism. It is your choice mm. to do so. Mm. If you want to make him dinner. It is your choice. You yeah. don't do it because he tells you to do it. Yeah. You know, he doesn't bring home the bacon, so I have to do the dishes. You make him dinner because it is your choice. Not because society says, as a woman, you have to. Mm. That is your choice. And that is feminism. Same as what you wear. Like, a lot of people will say, if you dress very provocatively and cleavage and butt, that is not feminism. Yes, it is. Because it is my choice to wear that. Mm. And I, I feel like... So many people don't understand that. Feminism isn't about sticking it to the man and 
being feminine and, you know, it is about choice. If you want to do something, that is your choice. We, feminism is fighting for the power for women to decide what they want, to decide what they want to happen to their bodies. It is their choice. And I think that is, for me at least, the core of feminism. To have the choice. To have the choice, exactly. And even if that choice is being a stay-at-home mom. Exactly. Or being a housewife mm-hmm. or whatever they're called now. Um, that doesn't mean you're not a feminist and now you know, you're know you dependent on someone. It means you chose. You had the mm-hmm. choice and you chose that. And uh, we had actually had a laugh earlier. Um, I, I had a friend at school. And we were between the ages of 16 and 18. You know, the age where you kind of have to seriously start thinking about you know what you're going to study or what career you're going into and she just said to me the one day well she's going to marry a guy and she's going to be a stay-at-home mom or you know a housewife and I was like whoa (laughs) you know do you have no ambitions yeah way to dream big (laughs) yeah you know (laughs) but being turning 31 this year I would totally totally go for that (laughs) not that I'm not a feminist but if I had the choice, I would do that. Mm. I would like to stay at home and bake bread and plant, you know, a veggie garden, do stuff. But then it's at my choice. And I, I would never I would never put myself in the position where I'm dependent mm. on that person. So I think the moment it gets to a point where I have to depend on my husband or whoever, mm. you know, to keep me alive or, you know, to support me, then I would probably go back to work and mm. I would I would definitely always want to be able to support myself. But now thinking back, she was even at 16 or 17 or 18, she was definitely onto something. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that is very true. And she is now married and basically Yeah. Not exactly a stay-at-home wife. She has a part-time job and no pay, but that is still I mean, she reached her goal. Yeah, goal achieved. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> yeah. I just want to take it back to what we were talking about earlier about like gender roles because I I recently kind of started seeing a guy like we're in early stages and in his like tender bio he said he is ridiculously old-fashioned and I told you I'm kind of nervous about it because I feel like that is probably something that we will struggle with because we kind of tested the waters about what he means with being ridiculously old-fashioned um so he said, like I told him, I don't need you to fix the light bulb. I don't need you to put oil in my car. I can do that myself. I am very much capable. And if there's a light bulb goes out, I'm not going to wait until you get home. And he was like, but he would want to do that for me. Like he would, he knows I can, but he would want to do that for me. Like he said, he's like the peanut butter jar as an example, like, just let me open it. He told me, like, just let me open the, the, the peanut butter jar so that I feel like a man. And I told him, like, and that is my big thing as well. Like, I told him, I'm not here to make you feel like a man. That is your job. And um, so I feel like that goes back to, like, gender roles. I think that is something, if it does progress to a relationship, it's something I will struggle with more because I am very, very much... Um, a believer in having no gender roles. So for me, I would struggle to give him the peanut butter jar because I know that I can open it myself. <laughs> but you have a valid point as well. It's it's not our jobs. It's not your job, not my job, and not to any woman listening to this. It is not your job to make your husband feel masculine. Mm-hmm. And I read a lot about these women who after they caught their husbands or boyfriends cheating on them, they have this excuse of, you know, they needed to feel like a man or what, you know, they had to conquer the prey or whatever the case may be. That is not your fault. That has got nothing to do with yeah. you. That doesn't justify the point. It is not your job and it's not his secretary's job to make him feel like a man. He should be confident enough in himself. Yeah. And I think that is the big issue, especially from men with feminism. That is the issue because now feminism is saying, you know, be an independent, strong woman. Like, know your worth. Know that you are more than your husband's opinion. 
And now men are going, oh, but who's going to validate, validate my masculinity? Yeah, my masculinity, <laughs> my existence. Who is going to tell me how much of a man I am? And it's scary because they've always been taught that we are men and we are manly and we get women and, you know, yeah. women are inferior and they need to be helped because damsel in the straight. And protected and Exactly. For. And feminism, well, feminists, they're calling bullshit. Because we're not that. We're not damsels in distress. We can save our own damn selves. We don't need to wait for our knight in shining armor. Like fucking Brienne of Tarth that shit and be your own knight, you <laughs> oh, know? Yes. I think that's why I love her all so much. Yes. Oh, I love her so much. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. And I just feel like, yes, men, men can say pretty things to us. You're so beautiful. You're so whatever, petite, whatever the compliment is. Mm. But we've never been validated. Mm-mm. We don't need to be validated. Mm. And I talk to a lot of women in the business I do, and I'm a big, you know, advocate for women supporting women. Mm. And I say to them, you know, we are strong. We are stronger than we know. I've been through tough shit. Ilona's been through tough shit. I'm sure everyone listening to this has been through tough shit. And yes, maybe we had partners or brothers or fathers to support us through it. But ultimately, we sell ourselves through it. Mm. And we don't know we have that strength until we put to the test. Mm. Where I'm not dissing men, not all men are the same, but I just, in general, I feel like men kind of, they don't cope so well mm. when they don't get that validation. Mm. Where we just, we never had it. So we learn to grow and adapt and not adapt. We grow and be strong without it. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel men could do the same, you know, they don't need our validation, but then saying that, um, in my relationship, my partner knows I'm strong and independent and I could do a lot of stuff by myself. Um, but I still, it's not that I do things to make him feel manly or validate him. But I'm still there to support him. So I don't want people to get the impression that we're saying, oh, you know, let him fend for himself. You know, you're you're still in a romantic relationship. He's still your partner. So, yes, support him stuff. But you don't need to do the things to make him feel good. You just need to do the stuff that you would do for your partner or you would expect him to do for you. So he supports me when I go through bad stuff and I support him. When, you know, with whatever he's doing, that is not the same as validating his masculinity. I agree with that. And I, I, um, I feel that takes it, it, that takes it back to like literally the point of feminism. Being equal. Being equal. Exactly. You're not inferior to your husband. He's not better than you he's not the leader he's not your owner he's not you know you in a relationship you are equal in a workplace you should be equal in a restaurant or in a social situation you should be equal and that is what feminism is about Mm. that at its core that is it's Mm. about equality so i mean i've talked to a lot of guys that i've been on dates with and they've when I say, because I, I freely admit that I'm a feminist because I feel like that opens up a conversation, like opens a door to a conversation mm. about feminism. Mm. And they go, oh, so you hate men. I don't. I love men. Mm. I love, I really make friends easily with men and I feel like I can communicate with them very well. I love men. Mm. I think they're amazing. There's so much, there's so much that we can't do without men because babies, we can't have babies without them. And, they are stronger. That is true. Like, it is true. So, men are as important as women. And I feel like that's where feminazis kind of miss the point. Mm. We are not, as women, superior to men. Mm. We do not want men to disappear off the face of the planet. That is not the point. We are equal. I love men. Mm. I I'm very happy that we have we are, that we're blessed with men in our lives. Mm. I mean, we have some amazing men in our lives. I have amazing friends. I have, I've had amazing partners who are men. I, you know, in-laws and all of that. Mm. They are amazing men in our lives, and I'm so thankful for that. And I would never want them 
to feel attacked and made feel inferior by me because mm. that is not the point. I mm. just want to be treated mm. as an equal. Mm. That is my point. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's difficult. Like we had since um, the start of the year, I've been in a bit of a rut with, you know, the in-laws. Technically, they're not in-laws yet. But that is a perfect example of a really old school traditional marriage where the husband, he rules the family. And I I always say they idolize him, you know, Mm. like like a... They idolize him. So when he says something, that is the law, it is the rule. And, Mm. you know, Rocky's mom, she's very... um, so she's very suppressed, I guess that's the word, where she has no life outside of her husband and her family. And I think um, one of the biggest problems that we now face is that I am so independent and I am a feminist and I can stand up for myself. You know, when my partner says jump, I don't have to jump. I have the choice to jump. And to them, that is a foreign concept. And I've often felt so sad for her. Like, I try to support her and say, you know, well, when the men go fishing, come over. Let's drink a glass of wine. Let's watch a rom-com together. Or, you know, do girly stuff. Let's do our nails. Just to kind of, you know, fill her cup, if I could put it that way. Just to get her out. And um, it's tough because she doesn't believe in that. She doesn't believe in leaving the house without her husband. And um, it's not the same going there and doing this girly stuff with all the men around. So when we had this whole big discussion about this, someone um, someone said to me, yeah, but I have to understand her situation. I have to understand that she has like a billion things to do that, you know, it's not even for herself. She has a billion things to do for her husband and children. And I said, you know, I get that. And that's why I try to support her. But I also don't fully understand it because it's not a concept that I can even grasp. How can a man control you that, you know... Completely. Completely, mm-hmm. yes. How can he control you that completely? Where is yourself? Yeah. So she's lost herself. Yeah. Her, mm. And I, I feel I just want to add that it goes back to what we said earlier. Like we said, you know, if you want to be a housewife, that is your choice. You make the choice. Mm. I feel like in this situation, it is not her choice. Mm. She feels her duty as her as a wife, as a mother, she has to do that. Mm. I don't feel like she's making a feminist statement by doing so. Mm. I feel like she's stuck in that old-fashioned way of thinking, this is what I have to do mm. as a wife, mm. as a mother. Mm. Um, so I know a lot of people will go, oh, but you just said it's fine to be a housewife. But... Mm. Just understand that the situation is different. It's different. She's not doing it by choice. She's not going, I'm doing this for me. This is empowering me as a woman. We are equals. I do not feel they are equals in their situation. Mm-hmm. She does not see her husband as an equal. She sees him as a leader, as superior to mm-hmm. her. I think that is the mm-hmm. difference between mm-hmm. feminist and that old-fashioned way of thinking. Mm-hmm. It, it is definitely. And I mean, and it also... So in with what you just said, with that's kind of the way she was raised and, you know, the old-fashioned mm. way. It is no use for me to go in and be like, oh, ah, stand, up your, stand up for yourself. Uh, you can't say no. So when your husband says, cook dinner, you, it won't help when I do that. So I try and support her by encouraging her to take little steps mm. towards things that she could actually do for herself or try and find herself mm. again. And I mean, it sounds silly, but, you know, come over and let's watch a chick flick. Mm. That that, that is so silly. But at the end of the day, she's stepping out of her home and doing something for her. Mm. She's going to have, because we are more friends than we are mother, daughter in laws. So she could just be stepping out of the house while her husband isn't there. So it's not like she's cutting time off from her family to spend time with a friend, Mm. you know, kind of. So I feel I've always tried to, the little steps, because the moment I say, but uh, 
say no, join yeah. me, do this, that won't work. She really does need to find herself again. And just mm. to find that little bit, even if it's drinking wine with a friend, you feel empowered. Mm. You feel free and strong. And so even if she just feels bad for two or three hours while the men have gone fishing. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, I understand, but I don't understand. And I, I think, like I just said, you can't tell her, oh, you don't do that. That is exactly the topic for today. That makes you a feminist. Exactly. You can't yell at someone and be like, you have to change because that won't help. That is why I feel like, I don't want to say we're doing it right, but we will go, if someone, like if my mom says something to me that I don't agree with when it comes to feminism, I will say, but I don't agree. This is why. This mm. is my opinion. Mm. I feel that way. I live that way. Mm. Instead of going, oh, but this is ridiculous. No, you can't think like that. I mean, we're just going to give, leave a more positive message at the end. When someone's yelling at you or when someone's saying, okay, but think about it this way. Mm. Think about it differently. Mm. Put it in a positive light. Mm. And I think that is the issue with feminazi. A really good example of this is is um, when my old, our older sister, she just got married. And um, my mom asked her about, you know, who's going to give her away. And um, you can kind of tell the story. Yeah, so every time, like, if someone would ask, oh, so who's giving you away? Is it your mom? Is it your stepdad? She'll go on a tangent and be like, oh, but I am no one's property and I'm no one's giving me away because that is so old-fashioned where men used to own women and she won't do that and she... So that is her automatic response, is to attack and to be defensive and be super feminist. But it comes off as an asshole, mm. kind of, mm. also a feminazi. It, it, so people go, they, they roll their eyes and go, really? Mm. Okay, cool. Even I do that. Me as a, I absolutely agree with what she's saying, but for me, I would go, you know, I don't feel like I'm anyone's property. I don't feel, if I feel like that's such an old way of thinking. It is more empowering to me as a woman to give myself away mm. because I am not anybody's property. Instead of yelling about it and being angry and... And really triggered. Really triggered. Triggered by every little thing. Mm. And with her, it's... Every feminist issue is like that. She's automatically triggered. She goes into, like, an attacking mentality. Mm. Like, she has to attack, attack, mm. attack. Instead of calmly explaining... And, how she sees yeah. it. And, and with anything, not just feminism, the moment you go into attack mode, people stop listening. They really do. Let's be honest. People are just like, okay, well, mm. you know, let's stop listening. Yeah. So no one's going to take you serious. No one takes as you serious. As soon as you start, the message doesn't, you know, it doesn't reach them the way it should. Mm. Where if she, anyone, calmly explains, you know, I don't agree or don't want to be given away because this and this and this, like you just said, mm. that's, Putting it in a positive, positive light, but also just having a calm and rational conversation mm. about it, that that gets people to notice it or to mm. listen to what you're saying. Exactly. Also with that, um, just want to mention, <laughs> I get the thing, um, we're not property or anything, but on the other hand, it's, it's such a part of, you know, I, I'm a firm believer in still having traditions. Mm. And it is a tradition, but for me, I would I would ask my mom to give me a mm. Not because she's a woman, but I feel as a person, I'm now entering a new family. I'm starting my own family or whatever the case may be. And having someone who was there my whole life who raised me, that person is saying, I am okay with this marriage. Mm. I trust you to build onto this. Mm. So for me, that is the whole point of giving away mm. now. I know in the olden days, mm. it, it, it wasn't the same. But that's the way I feel. I feel like my mom is saying, you know, this was my responsibility. Now, I'm not going, I'm not giving the responsibility to you, but I am okay with this mm. union and I trust that you two will mm. do great stuff. Yeah. I don't know. So I would ask my mom to do that because... It she, is your choice. It is my choice. And she's the person who raised me. Mm. She's the person who knows every single part of me, mm. you could say. So who's better to give you away? Well, I mean, if you have a dad, obviously you could do that yeah. as well. But um, 
Yeah, that's just the way I feel about it. I don't feel like she's giving property away to someone mm. else. I, I'm maybe I feel like she's blessing mm. the 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 marriage. Yeah, I feel for me when I do get married, it it would be my choice mm. if I wanted someone to give me away. Mm. For me personally, I don't want my mom to give me away. I know she would love that, but I feel like traditionally it is the dad that does that. Mm. Our father passed away in 2005, so I feel like he's not there to do it. So I don't want anyone to do it. I don't mm. want anybody to take his place mm. in such a monumental stage. Mm. So I feel like I would probably like to incorporate him into it somehow. But for me, I would walk down the aisle by myself. I know, like, in a ceremony, you do get the opportunity to say, who gives this woman away? And then I would probably tell my mom she can say, I do. But Mm. to walk down the aisle, I would personally want to do it by myself because traditionally it is the father. Mm. And because we do not have a father anymore, Mm. that is is my choice to... Mm walk down alone not because i'm no one's property and i'm not my father's property but it is my choice and mm. that is what i would probably do mm. i feel like that is what i would do i kind of get what you're saying um i understand that and for me it's always been obviously our father <laughs> and then he wasn't there and then i always kind of thought you know i'd ask my grandfather mm. um i thought like that was the closest thing mm. and then he passed away so for me, I still want to be given away. Mm. It sounds so bad when you say it like that. Um, but I still want that tradition. Mm. So the next, not next best person, obviously <laughs> I love my mom a lot, but the next person in line who makes the most sense to me mm. should do it. So I totally get what you're saying, but I still want that mm. tradition. Yeah. Yeah. I understand completely. So I feel like that is basically our take on like feminism and what we find wrong with certain aspects of feminism and how people perceive feminism because it's not feminazis. It's not women hating men. That is not the point. Um, And I think that's what we really wanted to make clear and share our opinions on it because even we, to a degree, have differing opinions. And Mm. I I feel like for every feminist, it'll it'll be different. It'll mean a different thing to everyone. Yeah. But just to be labelled as a feminist and have that negative association mm. with it, that really bothers me. And I, I love that. I never heard of the term until you said it, but those are feminazis. Mm. And I feel it's just, we were really excited to make this episode, just to make mm. that clear. There's such a big difference between being a feminist and fighting for equal rights and being a social justice warrior and fighting for superiority. Yeah. And as I actually have a quote um, that I got from Maisie Williams. I think she's such an amazing woman and it kind of takes us back to Hollywood. Um, but she has a quote that says, that kind of explains feminism to me. That And I absolutely agree. So mm. she says, um, I feel we should stop calling feminists feminists and start calling people who aren't feminists sexists. So you're either a normal person or a sexist. Mm. Because... That is what it is. So when a man tells me, oh, but I can't be a feminist. Yes, you can. Mm. If you believe in equality, you are a feminist. Mm. If you want the same rights for yourself and for your wife or your sister or your mother, if you want them to be treated as equals, then you are a feminist. So I love this quote because Mm. she's saying, I, I I like what she said because feminism has such a negative connotation now or a stigma around mm. it. So I love that she says... It shouldn't even be a thing. Yeah, stop calling people feminists. So she's saying stop calling feminists feminists and like associating that them with a negative perspective, perspective and, you know, just call them... like Just be normal people. Just, yeah. just anybody that's not a feminist, just call them sexist because that is what it is. Exactly. As soon as you don't think that women are equal to men and that they are inferior, then you are a sexist. So I love that she does says it like that. Mm. And I absolutely agree. Me too. I really love it. And um, it also goes with what you just said about men can be feminist. If they believe in equal rights, they're feminist. Mm. And that's one of the biggest things that I love about the um, Emma Watson movement. Mm. 
So like I said earlier, she's got the whole feminist, men, men feminist thing mm. going on. Um, so I love that. And I also believe there shouldn't be a label. Like mm. I'm a normal person who believes in equal rights. And if you don't, you're sexist. Yeah. And that's it. Yes. And I, that is it. Uh, I love that. I mm. feel like that is exactly Also, I really love Macy Williams. Like, right? <laughs> she's so awesome. Yeah, she is <sighs> awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen, sorry, totally off the point, there was, I think you showed me the YouTube video with a guy who has the hot wings. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he does one of his interviews with Macy Williams. Oh, and yeah. that was like one of the cutest things I've ever seen. Right. Eating hot wings. <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think that's it for today's episode. Um, let us know on social media. If you're a feminist, feminazi. Social justice warrior. Just a normal sexist. person who's not a sexist <laughs> or a sexist. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to get to know you that way. Yeah. And, um, Sorry, I just want to say, mm. like, please reach out to us and tell us how you define feminism. Mm. What do, what are your th- thoughts on feminism? Do you agree with what we said? Do you disagree with what mm. we said? We love, we'd love to hear your feedback and... As always, we, we, we love your opinions and discussing. And it would be interesting, sorry, it would be interesting to find out, you know, things that we feel are okay, as not okay as a feminist, mm. but, you know, what we define as this is your choice, this is an okay thing. What are things that you do or you stand up for that you feel are feminist mm. and what's not? So we'd like to hear your opinions about it. Yeah. Some of you might not feel like being a housewife is a feminist choice. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. And some of you might not agree and tell us that feminism should burn and die and yeah, we, not exist. Like, yeah. we want to hear your opinions. Like, we are not social justice warriors. We are not feminazis. We're not going to yell at you and tell you that you are wrong. But we genuinely love to hear from you guys and to understand how our listeners feel and how you think we, yeah. we're very interested in that mm, i love that so thank you tuning in this week thank you for tuning in this week uh we hope to have you next week we have a fun little episode next week oh yeah all about recommendations so um we'll probably share on social media maybe we'll get a couple of recommend recommendations from you guys but that's it for this week Th- thank you so much for tuning in see you next week yay bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs>